Welcome back to more Real Talk with Big John. The last uh, podcast I did dealt with objective moral truth, and it, it got to a point to where I thought I needed to, to stop getting, uh, getting sidetracked and not reading Scripture as much. So I want to, want to repent a little bit of that and read a proverb. I believe this proverb in and of itself would do you personally some good as well as your community at large. I'm reading Proverbs 29, the whole proverb. I'll be reading in the NASB 1995 version. A man who hardens his neck after much reproof will suddenly be broken beyond remedy. When the righteous increase, the people rejoice. But when the wicked man rules, people groan. A man who loves wisdom makes his father glad. But he who keeps company with harlots wastes his wealth. The king gives a, a stability to the land by justice, but a man who takes bribes overthrows it. A man who flatters his neighbor is spreading a net for his sheep, uh, spreading a net for his steps. By transgression, an evil man is ensnared, but the righteous sings and rejoices. The righteous is concerned for the rights of the poor. <coughs> The wicked does not understand such concern. Scorners set city aflame, but wise men turn away anger. When a wise man has a controversy with a foolish man, the foolish man either rages or laughs, and there is no rest. Men of bloodshed hate blameless. Excuse me. Men of bloodshed hate the blameless, but the upright are concerned for his life. A fool always loses his temper, but a wise man holds it back. If a ruler pays attention to falsehood, all ministers become wicked. The poor man and the oppressor have this in common. The Lord gives light to eyes of both. If a king judges the poor man with truth, his throne will be established forever. The rod of reproof gives wisdom, but a child who gets his own way brings shame to his mother. When the wicked increase, transgressions increase. But when the righteous will see their fall, correct your son and he'll give you comfort. He will delight your soul. He will also, he will also delight your soul. There is no vision that people are unrestrained, but happy is he who keeps the law. A slave will be instructed by a slave will not be instructed by words alone. For though he understands there will be no response, you see a man who is hasty in words. There is no hope for a fool. There is no. There is more hope for a fool than for him. He who pampers his slave from childhood will end up finding him to be a son. An angry man stirs up strife, and a hot-tempered man abounds in transgression. A man's pride will bring him low, but a humble spirit will obtain honor. He who, is, he who is a partner with a thief hates his own life. He hears the oath, but tells nothing. The fear of a man brings a snare, but he who trusts in the Lord will be exalted. Many seek the ruler's favor, but justice for a man comes from the Lord. An unrighteous man is abominable to the righteous. Excuse me. An unjust man is abominable to the righteous. And he who 
is upright and the way is abominable to the wicked. Notice how there's a stark contrast between the righteous and the unrighteous. There should be. Over and over again, Scripture says, what, what communion has light with darkness or unholy from holy from just and unjust? These areas are, are starkly contrasted. They can't mix. So one of the things that I want to leave you with, apart from just that proverb, it wouldn't, wouldn't your life be better if you applied this proverb to your life? Now, obviously, I did make some mistakes in reading it. Uh, I, I corrected them as I found them. I apologize for that. I'm not perfect. When I began to read this, I began to think about leadership and how whenever we don't have a vision from a leadership's point of view, how, how so many things fall apart. I, I think it's interesting that so many times we view hindsight as 2020 because we can look back and see how things went without any kind of uh, hesitancy or without any kind of question. You know, Things that have already happened, they're already done, you can't change them. But over and over again, as leaders, we tend to try to take every new challenge as if it's never happened before. And I think that, I think that's so foolish. The Bible's clear. There's nothing new under the sun. There's no thing that we, we dare face that hasn't already been faced by somebody else. And if they've already faced it, then we have a history account of it. And if we have a history account of it, then we have a hindsight of it. We know how it goes. So I want to encourage you today in, in two areas. One, I want you to, each of you, I'm not talking just to pastors, I'm not talking to, to leaders, I'm talking to everybody, because everybody leads their own life, or they should. So, in order to have a clear vision of where you're going, you do need to know where you've come from. You do need to have some historical reference points. You know, the old saying, if you don't know your history, you're doomed to repeat it. That's important. And the second one is to use that history to try to navigate the waters that are ahead of you. When you get into a situation where you haven't personally lived through that type of history, go to your word and find the best example you can and walk in it. Where you have no vision... You're unrestrained. The King James Version said you perish. It's so important to know where you're going. It's so important to know where you're going. It's important to know where you've been. When you read back over this, when you ponder on what it means, think about you as an individual. Do you delight whenever you see the righteous upholded? Do you delight whenever you see the righteous do right things? Are you upset whenever you see someone do sinful things and you know that it's going to cost them? One of the things that I catch in here is where the, the foolish laughs or, or blows up. I'm going, to, I'm going to use some of my own terminology here. Whenever you try to approach somebody who is, who is foolish, it says that he rages or laughs. 
whenever you try to take counsel to somebody and you know that they're caught up in something and, and by this definition this biblical account here they're they're foolish they either laugh at you or get mad at you they either laugh you to scorn and say they don't take it seriously or they become enraged to the point to where they they're angry with you and they won't listen that's so true so true proverbs if we could all live by them wouldn't it be a better world i thank you all for taking time to listen to me i'm big john it's been real talk spend some time in psalms and proverbs this week grow in christ until the end of serve your king